This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Hey podcast listeners, we have a very special change coming this month and I talk about it in this live show, which you are about to listen to. It's not what you're used to hearing. Our usual podcast is a little bit fancier. This is just a live stream we did this week over on YouTube where we had some big news to share. There are a couple things which are visual, which you are not going to see as the fact that you know, you're listening to a podcast, but you can totally get the gist of what you're hearing. Nothing's going to be too confusing if you're just listening on the podcast. There's a lot of big news being shared, and I'll just, spoiler alert, tell you the first one. For the next month, all our Pioneers versions of the podcast are going to be open to the public to enjoy during this quarantine stay-at-home period. We're figuring, you know what, everybody could use more you know, information on growing their own food and doing more sustainable lifestyle. Our podcast and our uh, YouTube channel shares a lot of that, but the extended versions that you normally don't get to hear... We're opening those up for everybody to enjoy. So for the next month, enjoy listening to the extended versions of our interviews that are normally for the Pioneers only, uh, and enjoy them while you're at home. If you're under quarantine, if you're still going to work, thank you to those people who are doing that, who are still out there, you know, taking care of the necessary work. You'll get to enjoy this too. And if you want to become a Pioneer, you can access the library of all the other extended versions and get all that stuff. You'll find a link in the description below to do that in the uh, podcast write-up but just enjoy the next month listening to extended versions of the podcast getting to hear all the stuff that normally gets cut and that's our little way of being able to contribute a little bit more to everybody help everybody's you know week at home weeks at home be a little bit better and uh, hopefully you can find ways to do that too and we can all get through this ridiculous virus pandemic all together Big news we talk about in this episode too. We are doing a live show at the YouTube channel on Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Everybody can join us for that live video event. It's going to be called Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared. 
There's going to be lots of different segments all about things you can do right now to be more prepared and uh, be able to, you know, handle more whatever events like this happen now and into the future. Hopefully you'll learn something at this live show that'll help you be more prepared and just some nice things you can focus on right now instead of listening to the the virus news 24-7. So without further ado, let's get into this live stream, which was called even now you can grow your own food. Hello, everybody. We have a really exciting show planned today. Oh, I got to turn my fancy backlight on. There we go. Get that nice halo effect. We are in our brand new, brand new uh, live streaming studio, which is basically in the corner of my office. So first off, I'm going to just throw out the, if something crazy happens tonight, if this live stream gets shut down, if one of my kids come running in and take over the show, uh, it's because we're in my office in the corner. I talked about this on Saturday's live stream when we did Coffee Talk Live, um, but because of the fact that my studio is in a different building, which is a shared space, we share it with other people because of social distancing, we are not using it right now. So I'm preparing to work out all the kinks in this corner studio office because we see that uh, because Saturday our big show is happening. That's one of the big announcements that we have today. So Saturday our big show is happening. I mentioned that during coffee talk, but uh, in case you missed it, that's happening. Let me know in the chat box if you can see me, if you can hear me, if everything looks good and sounds good. Warn me if... uh, Something isn't right. So I think this is all pretty good. Uh, But let me know. The next thing I want to say, for any of you watching who have been affected in a really bad way, we're talking sickness, we're talking deaths in the family from uh, this virus going around. I just wanted to offer my condolences. I know people in the audience who've been affected by this. I've been getting emails. I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, You know, we're gonna. Most of us are gonna get through this, but uh, for those of you who've experienced some sadness because of this, I'm sorry about that. We're gonna keep the message positive tonight. We're gonna focus on what we can do, but it doesn't mean that we don't care about those who are going through hard times. So I just want to get that out there. I also want to ask, and I'm looking at the mindful homestead, Jack. I'm looking at you here. I might want to test something out for Saturday's live show tonight. So if I have a willing participant, again, Jack, I'm looking at you. You let me know, Mindful Homestead, if you're up for it. Uh, I might want to test out uh, something before this show is done. So give me the thumbs up if you're up for it, Jack. It would be you calling into the show live. i got to see if I can do it here in this studio. Uh, I'm also going to make Jack from the Mindful Homestead a moderator tonight in case anything in the chat box get crazy. So, Jack, you go ahead and uh, there we go. you got absolute power. Jack? Well, uh, I don't know if Jack's going to be joining us on Saturday, but we will see the Mindful Homestead on Saturday. So we have some big news tonight, some big things that we want to talk about. And um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited to, to get into this. So let's, let's dive in. Some of you are watching over at thisishomesteady.com, the Pioneers, uh, live from the Barn Show. Others of you are watching here live on YouTube. Tonight's show is just open to everybody We have a lot we want to talk about that's going to be good for everybody to hear. I can see in the chat box that y'all can see me, y'all can hear me, and I'm going to just turn up the lights a little bit 
And let's get that. There we go. That looks nice. Let's get rolling here. You may be hearing a lot of people bring up the word victory gardens right now. During the First World War and the Second World War, the government was trying to encourage citizens, everyday people, no matter where you were, no matter where you lived, to grow your own food. They were encouraging people to grow food in their backyards, in vacant lots. Hey, take over that vacant lot and start growing food. Because the war effort pulled so many men away from their homes, so many farm boys and uh, younger farmers off of the farms and sent them overseas, there was going to be strain on the food system. And the government knew, the different governments in different areas knew that the people are going to need to pick up the slack. They're going to need to grow their own food. And so they encouraged what they called victory gardens, growing a garden to help with the wartime effort. A lot of people are talking about victory gardens right now because of what is going on. There is a worldwide fight against this virus, a war on the coronavirus. And many of us are working hard in whatever ways from our own homes to help flatten the curve, slow the spread. And during this battle against this virus, a lot of people are turning to growing their own food. And many people are drawing correlations between victory gardens. I'm going to play a video here that I want you to watch. It's about a five-minute video. I have edited this video. I've edited it because it's so applicable to the time we live in. But as you'll see, it's a very old video. So I kind of cut out the stuff that doesn't apply and left the stuff that does. We're going to see a little glimpse into the Victory Garden, what the idea behind it was, and then we're going to talk about how you can grow your own food even now, even if you haven't started. So just give me a minute to queue up this video, and once it's all ready to go, uh, we will bring it up on the screen. So just give me one minute here. Of all the weapons using to win this war, food is among the most important. Food. There must be food for the worker at home. Then, there must be food for all the rest of us who are doing our part to win the war by keeping it able and healthy so that we can work harder, longer, and better at whatever our daily tasks may be. Until this war began, we were well, blessed with an abundance of food. Our land was rich with all the treasures of vegetables, fruit, and grain, and meat that we could desire. None of us needed to give a second thought to the possibility of healthy so that we can work harder, longer, and better at whatever our daily tasks may be. Until this war began, we were blessed with an abundance of food. Our land was rich with all the treasures of vegetables, fruits, and grain, and meat that we could desire. None of us needed to give a second thought to the possibility that there might be a scarcity of any food. But today, out of our abundance, we must feed many mouths. In spite of every obstacle, we must feed our fighting men, our allies, and ourselves if we are to win the war and write the peace. This, then, is a challenge to every loyal citizen. What can we do to help win the war with food?
we can grow food for victory in our own backyards. And even in vacant lots, where perhaps only weeds flourished before. Because so long as this war lasts, great quantities of food must be grown. Anywhere and everywhere we can find good soil to nourish the seeds. We can start our gardens with good seeds. Plant them in rich, well-tilled soil, away from shadowing houses or trees. Out in the open, where they can be warmed by life-giving sunshine. And, as our gardens grow, they must be regularly cared for, faithfully weeded from planting to harvest. Enriched, perhaps, with one of the magic plant foods science has given us. Rigidly protected from insects and plant-killing disease. And watered, of course, because Mother Earth gets thirsty now and then. Yes, for the duration, at least, it's our job to grow food for our own tables. They're finding out that it's not only easy to make a victory garden, it's a great way to have fun and get plenty of healthful exercise. They're discovering that the closer they get to the good earth, and the more they drink in fresh air and sunshine, the more courage and strength they have to face today's wartime problems. Here's a bookkeeper in Iowa. He's been planning a victory garden for a long, long time. It'll be designed after one he found in a gardening guide, and he can hardly wait for the time when he begins it. Because he's sure that he's going to have the finest backyard crop you ever saw. Here's a Michigan fireman. He expects to grow enough vegetables to feed his whole family of five the entire summer. Millions of men and women are finding real joy in victory gardening. They're working in the backyards of village and city in the yards of townhouses, and in community groups as well. Even the small fry are doing their part in school-sponsored victory gardens. And because Dad can take care of the home victory garden after work, there's no need for holding back manpower from the fighting front. And there's no need to strain transportation resources to bring food from a victory garden to the table. Mother picks it herself, fresh every day. Fresh food, good food. Food packed with the rich minerals and vitamins we all need to keep healthy, strong, and fit. Fresh food, good food. Food from our own backyards. Food from the gardens of victory, grown by you and me. There are many, many ways we who have stayed home can fight this war. Many ways for us to give our time and energy and loyalty and devotion to the battle. But of them all, none is more appealing than this. And year in, year out, if need be, with our own hands, we can grow the gardens of victory. amazing how much that can apply to the situation that we're going through right now. I thought there's so many lines as you watch that video that just totally apply to our situation. The idea of more and more people helping the strain on the system 
It talked about there's no strain in the, the delivery system of the food because mom just picks the food fresh from the garden and brings it inside. Uh, it showed the bookkeeper who was ready to grow a, a big garden. I could not help but think of Accountant Mike out there in his raised bed <laughs> when that shot came back. Um, yeah, it was just, there's so many parts in that video. We could go line by line through it and see how it applies. But basically, the idea is there was going to be a strain on the food system. There were going to be less people and more food had to go elsewhere. And so people had to take, you know, take responsibility. And something that said at the end of that video that I thought is very interesting and really applies tonight is getting ready to grow for the upcoming season and into next the next years if need be this this virus it is going to drop off what we're currently seeing the numbers if you look in places like China Australia South Korea uh, Italy the numbers of new cases each day are dropping or have dropped way low so we look there's a trend here it peaks and then it goes down low and that's what's going to happen for all the places that are experiencing it right now. And then summer's going to be here. And that's a wonderful time to grow. But then the fall comes and cold and flu season comes. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen next cold and flu season. So how good to start now and just keep growing our, our gardens. And what we want to talk about tonight is how ways that you can start that you haven't missed the boat. Because maybe a lot of people are starting to experience the feeling of, we've missed the boat. So let's talk about ways that you can actually grow food. You haven't missed the boat. Maybe you're starting to experience what a lot of people are experiencing. Empty shells, not of toilet paper, uh, you know, not of chicken cutlets, empty shelves of seed, seeds, empty shelves, digitally speaking, I guess you could say, uh, trying to order chickens. People are trying to order meat chickens and they're seeing delays. Seeds on the shelves and seeds from catalogs are back-ordered. And not everywhere, but people are starting to talk about this. There's no more seeds. I can't get seeds. I can't get chickens. So we want to talk about some different ways that we can grow our own food. Because really the goal right now for us, this, this battle that we're all in, is to flatten this curve. And flattening the curve, uh, staying home, and slowing the spread... It means less trips out, whether that's to go to the supermarket, to go to the you know produce stand, the, you know local farmers market, wherever it is. Uh, we want to make less trips out, and so to do that, we have to grow more of our own food and make more of our own food at home. The reality is, a lot of us will not be able to stay home for the next two months, but if we go from going out weekly shopping to every other week because we're doing more at home well that's lessening the chance of spreading things lessening the chance of of having to you know come in contact with more germs all this stuff so we're helping this flatten the curve and slow the spread the more that we can do at home and so we have to do more at home we have to have our own little victory gardens but not in the traditional sense that you saw in the video where people were tilling soil and planting root vegetables because honestly for most of us this is going to be a, uh, at most a couple months but really in its peak a couple weeks and then it will pass hopefully we'll at that point be able to go back to living our life the way we were before this happened 
So we want to focus on things that we can do right now that will increase our food and lessen our trips out even more right here, right now, quickly. And the way to do that is definitely not by tilling the soil and planting, you know, potatoes. Uh, that'll be great for the fall. So by all means, go ahead and plant some potatoes. But what can we do right now to feed ourselves quickly and to add more to our food stores? That's what we want to talk about. And a special shout out, Jack from the Mindful Homestead is busy being a moderator. Go check out the Mindful Homestead's channel when you get a second. They do a lot of awesome stuff over there, a lot of good homesteading videos. Uh, so give, give him some support for being our moderator. And Jack, if you'd like to talk at the end about ways you guys are growing more food now, think about that because we can test out to see if our call-in will work. Because I'd, like I'd like to do a full test before our big show on Saturday. So what are some ways that we can grow more food now? One of the, uh, the concepts we want to think about is going f not, not going for the low-hanging fruit. If any of you have ever been uh, apple picking or cherry picking, berry picking, you know that the low-hanging fruit is always the stuff to go first. If you go apple picking, there's always good apples up in the higher parts of the tree. You got to struggle to get them. You got to get the ladder out and climb up. Or sometimes you got to bend down low where people don't want to go. If you go for that easy fruit, there's never going to be any there. And that's what we need to start thinking about right now is, is okay, the low-hanging fruit is everyone ran to the supermarket and got toilet paper and chicken cutlets. What can we do that ensure that we can get more food and get be growing more food when it comes to growing if there aren't seed packets at you know tractor supply or the catalog you got in the mail if murray mcmurray hatchery is got a delay in shipping cornish crosses it doesn't mean you miss the boat there are a lot of workarounds if your raised bed takes too long to grow food there are a lot of workarounds so let's talk about a few ways that we can go for some lower hanging fruit that people missed or higher hanging fruit that are harder to get or find but that way we can actually be growing food i've been talking about this a lot on the channel i got a video coming out probably next week which is going to share my new sprouting system but sprouting is an incredible way to turn just a couple little seeds into a jar full of salad i've got a system worked out now it's a three-jar system done every two days where literally I have nonstop, I'm like drowning in salad, which me from last year would laugh at myself to be you know, talking about like, yeah, I'm drowning in salad. But our diet's changed a lot thanks to our baby boy. And uh, so now we're using up this, all these greens. Really great way to have some good food that you can store because seeds store really well and that you can flick the switch. So look into doing some sprouting, some simple sprouting. I got a good video coming out, but it will be coming out next week. And if you really want to get started on sprouting, you're going to want to order some sprouts. You're probably not going to be able to find sprouts on Amazon right now. There's going to be delays in those orders. Again, that's the low-hanging fruit. People are like, I need sprout seeds. Let's go to Amazon. There are seed companies that sell sprouting seeds so instead of looking at amazon and saying up oh, they're sold out look at the companies that sell seeds for gardeners they will have sprouting seeds not all of them maybe a lot of them have sold out but if you look hard you can find them i've found my usual suppliers 
I couldn't find any more seeds. They're all on you know low supply right now. But I found other companies that are selling them. So just look and you will be able to find some. Now let's take this a step further. Sprouts are great, but they're not a full salad. Let's talk about Kratky Hydroponics. There is no quicker way to grow vegetables, full-size vegetables, than Kratky Hydroponics. When you compare hydroponic lettuce to dirt-grown lettuce, the hydroponic lettuce grows quicker every time. Kratky Hydroponics is as basic as it gets. Could you go grab me one of the jars? Let's show one of the Kratky jars while we're doing the show. You can grab the, the, one of the smaller ones. Yeah, medium ones. Very simple. You need to get yourself some nutrients. I'm using Texas tomato food right now. You can get that on Amazon and it shipped to me from Amazon in just uh, maybe five days. I got that. The days of Prime are over right now, but you can still get this. So uh, Texas tomato food, some container with a lid. Oh, one that we already did. One that we already did with a plant grown in it. You can, all you need is a container with a lid. You put your nutrient into some water. You have a seed that you start in some grow medium. We're using Rockwell cubes. Again, I got a video coming out next week which will show all this. But if you really want to get started, watch a few YouTube videos on Kratky Hydroponics. And you can be off and running. In less than 30 days, you will have edible greens. Careful, don't spill it. I know, you want that chicken pot pie. Dinner's, dinner's cooking right now. So this is an example of a very new, we planted this today. This is a mason jar. The aluminum around it is to block out the sun. And then we got this little green, this is an arugula seed that started in some rock wool. And that's it. In 30 days, that'll be a full-grown thing of arugula. And we'll be in, I got like, probably 30 of those things out there that we started, you know, we started eight of them and then the next day we did four more and then the next day we did four more. So we're succession planting. So every day we'll have new ones that are ready to harvest and we'll just keep that going. Now, what you're gonna need some seeds for that. If you can't find it at your local tractor supply, think again, high hanging fruit, real low, low fruit, no one saw or thought of hardware stores. Our local hardware store, loaded with seeds. All over the rack, there are all kinds of seeds. So just think, you know, okay, if I can't find them at my local tractor supply, if Walmart's not selling seeds right now, where else might I find them? Where else could I look to? Do you know somebody who likes to garden? They'll have seeds. Maybe you give them a call and see if they have any extra seeds lying around and maybe do a little barter. Find something you can barter for. It's a great time to look to your local community. And that's what we're going to talk about next because you're really going to look to your local community for this next part. Um, you're going to be looking to your local community for raising meat animals. There is a record number of people ordering chicks right now. The amount of chicks that McMurray, McMurray, and all those other hatcheries, Mount Healthy, are getting people ordering meat birds. If you haven't ordered meat birds now, it's going to be a while to get them from the hatcheries. But that doesn't mean you can't start growing your own meat animals. And I think meat animals are an awesome way to fill your freezers, fill your food stores quickly and easily. Three we're going to talk about right now. Quail, rabbits, and chickens. 
before you go to meat chickens, because they're going to be the hardest to find right now, think about alternatives. And I talk about quail and I talk about rabbits because a lot of people raise quail and raise rabbits and sell them on Craigslist. So maybe right now you can't order Cornish crosses and get them you know, next week from the hatcheries. But I know in my area, I already checked. I went on Craigslist today. Meat, I just searched rabbits in Craigslist. I got a ton of people selling rabbits right now because people who do meet rabbits constantly have new rabbits. We started with two rabbits a month ago and we literally have 30 rabbits in the barn. Now we're gobbling those ones up, but in another month, we'd be overrun with rabbit. And at that point, we'd have to sell some. So people who do meet rabbits, they will have breeder pairs to sell. And two can become 10 in 30 days. If you have two that are already proven breeders. Now you're going to pay a little bit more for proven breeders, but it's worth it because then you got a pair that's going to breed and you're going to have a bunch of meat coming out. Same thing goes with quail. Quail is quick to lay eggs. They're quick to be full grown. They're easy to process. And people grow and uh, raise quail in different areas all over the world and they sell quail eggs and they sell quail you know birds for people to take and, and do breeding with as well so if you search on craigslist right now where i live you can find quail see what you can find there are game bird farms i know here in the state of pennsylvania there's a lot of game bird farms who are raising chuckers and they're raising pheasants so again, think outside of the low-hanging fruit. Everybody ordered Cornish rocks, chickens from their hatcheries. It doesn't mean you can't raise some meat birds. So think about some other ways that you can do that right now. Rabbits and quail or other game birds are a great one. Heritage breed turkeys. People who raise heritage breed turkeys have more of the eggs and breeding pairs. That's another option to look to. So just think of different things you could try. Don't look and say, oh, they're sold out of Cornish crosses. There's nothing I can do. If you really want to look for chickens, I don't blame you. I love me some chicken. If you can't find Cornish crosses again, there are some other options. You can look to people in your area selling larger egg-laying chickens and just you know hatch some out and keep some roosters that way. They will take a lot longer than your Cornish crosses, uh, but there are there is that option. You may be able to find at your you know tractor supplies. You can order meat birds through tractor supply, but if the local one you have is all sold out, people are waiting on you know waiting lists for them. Sometimes you'll find Agways. Uh, I don't know if you have an Agway where you live, but I know in the northeast of the United States we have Agways. Oftentimes you'll find chicks at Agways. Hardware stores, feed and seeds, look for, you know, country feed and seed stores that are kind of out in the middle of nowhere and maybe you'll find a source of some meat animals that way. So, you know, you got to think a little bit out of the box, but it doesn't mean you can't get it. Now, those are the things I suggest trying to grow right now. Some, some easy greens and some easy meat. Anything else we get into growing or anything else we get into doing for meat is going to take a lot longer. And that's okay. It's worth doing because like we saw in that video at the beginning, uh, you know, we don't know what's going to come this fall. It's always good to be prepared for more. And that's what Saturday's show is all about. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Saturday, we're going to go more in depth on ways you can grow food quickly right now and looking more long term too. We're going to be talking about perennials. Just a little bit, I'm going to tell you all the different things we're going to be talking about on Saturday's show. But for now, 
We got some good growing ideas. Let's talk about some things you can look to purchase that will help you go out to the store less, keep you at home. You got to start thinking like a homesteader, you know, does when it comes to meat. Homesteaders are dealing in whole animal carcasses, half animal carcasses, even quarters. Back when we had a pork business, we sold all our pork as holes and halves and quarters. You may not be able to find chicken cutlets at the supermarket easily right now. But there are local farms and local homesteads in your area that sell meat who have freezers full. I know this because we just went like a week and a half ago to our local lamb place that we get lamb from. I know we got lambs in the back right now, but we we needed more lamb for Kay and the baby. And so we went down there and we were talking. She normally sells to restaurants. The restaurants aren't buying right now. So she has freezers full of delicious, amazing lamb. And we bought a ton of it. Big, big cuts. So look in your local area. What farms sell? Do they sell holes and halves and quarters? Get yourself a half a pig. Get yourself a quarter beef. Get yourself a whole lamb. Those are the kind of things that you're going to be able to find easier. And stretch them. Use everything. Render the fat to make lard. You know, whole chickens. Use the whole chicken. Use the spine and make stock. Stock is so good and so yummy. Um, There's all kinds of things you can do to increase the amount of food you get from these animals. If you buy a half a pig, keep the tail. Keep the tongue. Keep the kidneys. Keep everything. One thing you'll find, and I know this uh, talking with my grandfather's, about uh, their life, what it was like during the you know during the war times, growing up during that time, they ate everything. If you want recipes for how to use kidneys and how to use you know other offal, you look back then. There's plenty of recipes for how to use that stuff because they just used everything. No, nobody would think to throw out a, a tongue. We're going to use that. We're going to eat that. Now is a great time. Stretch the amount of times you got to go shopping. Get yourself some pigtails. Get yourself some pig pig tongue. Trust me, it's good eating. We've eaten lots of it. The other night we uh, the other day we butchered up a chicken. You'll see that in a video soon. And we ate that chicken heart, man. That's one of the best parts of the whole chicken. So Yeah. Sorry, we didn't share it. <laughs> I just caught got caught. My son didn't know we ate it. So good good way to stretch production. In the chat box, some people are sharing advice on where they're getting things. Somebody said Meyer Hatchery still in full production. Uh, the chat box is a great resource for finding things right now. I have another resource that we're going to be sharing. Please, it's in the description of this live show. If you are one of those small farms or homesteads that has product in your freezers, maybe the restaurants you sold to are no longer buying and you're like, I got all this food and I don't know how to tell people. I have a form link below fill out that form and we're going to share anybody who fills out that form our show on saturday we're going to put all that information in our description so anybody looking in any area for food if your homestead's near them or your farm's near them they'll learn about you and they'll be able to contact you so fill out the form in the link below let people know what you have to sell uh, if it's frozen chickens if it's live chickens that you're selling if it's frozen pigs, if it's feeder pigs, that's what that form's for. Let people know what you have to offer. Fill out the form below. 
and it's totally free thing we're doing. We just want to spread the news of how other homesteaders, the forum is called Homesteaders Helping Others. And the idea is like whatever you have that you want to, and it's, you know, you're going to sell your product. You got to sell your product. Uh, but as long as you're not price gouging and being, you know, greedy money miser and, and these tough times, but sell it at a fair price, we're, we're going to share your information with our audience because there are people right now who want meat and there are people right now who just lost a ton of their meat customers. We're going to try any way we can, um, any way we can to connect these people. So fill out the form if you got something to share. One more thing that we can do right now that will help us stretch the amount of times we got to go out is baking and making. So the more things that we can we can actually just make from home. Uh, Kay was talking about how you know people are talking right now. Oh, I, I I can't find bread. I went to the supermarket. There's no bread. There's flour. Kay has been at the supermarket and seen there's there's bread missing from the shelves, but there's lots of big bags of flour. You can make a lot of bread from a little bit of flour. So now is a great time. Learn to bake. Kay is making us bread. She's making us muffins. She's making us tortillas. She's making all our dry goods. We're not going out and buying tortillas right now. She's got a little tortilla press, and she's making yummy little tortillas, all kinds of baked goods, delicious muffins, so that we don't have to go out and buy those things. We have those things here. And for you more prepper-minded people, baked flours and baked goods, that's a really easy thing to store. So buy yourself a big bulk amount of you know, flour. You can make pasta from home. Learn to make homemade pasta. We had uh, last year, back when we weren't social distancing, we had our accountant Mike and his wife were visiting us. And uh, she taught us how to make homemade pasta with, she taught the kids how to do homemade pasta, and it was just delicious. We had a lasagna that they made that was like one of the best lasagnas ever. So th- these are things you can do to stretch the amount of times you got to go out and go to the store. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com uh, now i got to make some big announcements. Oh, let us know, too. Comments below. Let us know your ideas for ways to make more and bake more and all these things. Let us know in the comments. The more ideas we can crowdsource, the better. Now for our big announcements. The first big one. You guys hear me talk about the Pioneer Program all the time. Don't hang up the phone. I'm not selling nothing right now. My big announcement is for the next month, while we're dealing with all these stay-home orders, quarantines people are staying at home and and you know listening to the news and whatever all our live shows starting with this one they're going to be live streamed on youtube uh i figured right now is the time for all of us to give whatever we can to kind of help each other out in whatever ways we can and for our live shows we have a ton of great interviews during these live shows we have really special guests come on and just share all kinds of information on how we can grow more food 
Normally, that's only open to pioneers to join us live for those interviews. But for the next month, while we're going through all these quarantines and stay-at-home orders, show up on the YouTube channel and you will see our live show. And I'll leave it up there so you can enjoy the live shows. Whatever we're going to share about growing your own food, you can enjoy that. So just one little way that we can help any of you who are at home trying to grow your own food. So our live shows for the next month are going to be just out here for free for everybody to enjoy. Pioneers, you can still join us over at the... uh, Live from the Barn show. We'll still be broadcasting there too. But for all the rest of you who want to just watch on YouTube, you go ahead and watch on YouTube. The next big announcement. Um, Saturday, Don't Be Scared, Be Prepared show is happening. And the Don't Be Scared, awesome. Looks like Jack was able to join. That's great. We'll bring Jack on in a second. That show, we are going to be talking about all kinds of different ways that you can right now be getting more and more prepared. Uh, This, again, I talked about already. Look at the curve where places where this already has peaked and there's now less new cases every day. It's going to happen for all of us. So there's, there's life on the other side of this virus. And we are going to start preparing now for the next month but the next two months and the fall and hopefully the rest of our lives continue this just preparedness because sometimes things get rough and it's good to be ready for them so we are going to be talking with john siskovich about raising meat chickens he's going to be talking chicken tractors yeah my boy johnny we're going to be talking chicken tractors egg laying chickens meat chickens my buddy John Russo is going to join us to talk hydro uh, microgreens. That's something I haven't done yet, but microgreens, a lot of good produce in about a week's time. So we're going to be talking microgreens. Jackie from the Mindful Homestead, not Jack, uh, Jackie is going to be joining us to talk about dealing with anxiety and how we can handle anxiety and not let all this kind of you know scary news get at us too much. We are going to be talking from Dave from Northeast Edible about growing trees and fruit from our homesteads and um, perennial-based food systems that can feed us for six months out of the year. So that'll be really good. We are going to talk about – we're going to talk to Dr. Hillary. Dr. Hillary from the uh, uh, Hunt Health Harvest I got to get that the name of their show right. Uh, they're another podcaster on the Waypoint Collective Network. Uh, she's going to be coming on to the show to talk about just practical ways that we can be healthy and avoid you know getting sick right now. Where's my list? Is my list over there, buddy? Got to see who else. Uh, that one, that list right there. We're going to have live music. There we go. Live music to enjoy in between our guests. Some really upbeat, happy music, so that'll be fun. Jess from Roots and Refuge Farm. I asked you audience members who you wanted to hear from, and like every other comment was Jess from Roots and Refuge. And now I know why. I went over and watched some of her videos. Incredibly positive, incredibly uh, just like empowering videos, just you know, calling people to action, all about gardening. So that'll be a lot of fun. Um, and that is all my confirmed speakers so far. I'm going to be talking about either growing meat or, um, running your business from home. 
from the internet because I know that's a huge help. A lot of people right now, their biggest concern is a financial concern. So we're going to uh, I'm trying. Let me know in the comments, which would you rather me talk about, growing meat from home? We're going to be talking about that with John about chickens, but I could talk about a few other meat options or, <coughs> excuse me, running your business online. I want to do a Homesteady Camel Train shout out right now, and then we're going to talk to Jack from the Mindful Homestead about what they're up to right now, how they are growing more food. So let's do our Camel Train shout out, and this Camel Train shout out goes to, did I share the wrong one? I sure did. I know it's to Dustin. I just got to find his information. And actually, this is really classy. Dustin, husband's out there. Take a note from Dustin. He is dedicating his camel train shout out to his, well, let me just read his words here. He dedicates it to Kelly, the best, most supporting wife any man could dream of finding and getting to stand by his, by his funny farm life. <laughs> so Dustin and Kelly run a small 12-acre cheap farm with about 25 head of sheep, a tiny dog, a big dog, a few chickens, and we garden until we fall every year. <laughs> Dustin sounds like a funny guy. So Dustin... Thank you for supporting this live episode of the Homesteady Camel Train. We're doing 100 days of 100 videos all about growing your own food to feed your family, to feel better. And what incredible timing, this Camel Train. All talking about growing food and along comes this big pandemic. And people more than ever are caring about growing their own food. So it's been really um, just a good time to be talking about growing food. You know, nobody wants a pandemic but we got to make the best of what we get dealt. And right now that is, you know what? Let's grow more food. I am like supercharged right now about growing my own food. I'm doing more growing. My son said to us today, like we're doing more food than we've ever done. And I'm hoping that Jack at the Mindful Homestead is growing a whole bunch more food. Let's see. We're going to test out our technology tonight. I will give my son the thumbs up in one minute. Hold on, buddy. Let me see if we can get Jack on here. There's Jack. I'm going to admit him in. Wait, there we go. I heard something. There we go. All right, we're working. Hey, Jack, how you doing, man? Good. What's going on, Austin? How are you? Oh, uh, Jack, we are. Uh, like I just said, we are supercharged right now. Um, just like trying to figure out the most ways that we can grow food for people. Uh, our our family, of course, is it, you got to think about your family first. But we live on the hill here with extended family and friends, and we got friends staying here nearby and. We're just thinking, like, how can we grow as much food as possible? So it's keeping us pretty busy. What about you guys at the Mindful Homestead? So we're doing pretty much the same thing. We were set up uh, pretty well headed into this headed into this whole thing. You know, it's always been kind of in the back of our heads that we needed to be prepared. You know, an ice storm up here in New Hampshire. We had one back in 2008, and a lot of people were without power for over a week. So it's always kind of in the back of our head, but. Um, We've had a few things going on right now uh, that we've been doing. Uh, we took our we took a chance. So our first frost or la yeah first frost is May fifteenth up here. We're in five A, and uh, we went through about two weeks ago and we did an early plant, um, some radishes, some spinach, some kale, and we actually direct sowed some seeds outside. We were in a warm spell, so we took a chance on that. Um, Nothing has come up yet, but we're kind of hoping once we get into the right time for those, they'll kind of come up on their own. 
and I kind of figured that's it's a relatively inexpensive way to take a chance and get some food going for yourself earlier. You know, if we have a good warm spell where those plants come up, they're all relatively cold tolerant. Um, you know, just ignoring the the labeling on the back of the seed packet and throwing them in the ground and seeing what happens. It doesn't cost you a lot. And the reward there, especially in times like this, is super high. That is such good advice, Jack. I love that because we can easily get hung up on the rules of homesteading. And, oh, man, I got to, well, this isn't ready till this day. And I got to wait two more weeks till I get this started. My son and I just the other day, we uh, we built these homemade cold frames. We've never done cold frames. I don't know if they're going to work. I don't know how they're going to work. I was planting seeds I had started hydroponically into the raised beds. And I told my son, the worst thing that's going to happen here is it's not going to grow. But we're going to make it through this. You know, next month and the month after that, it's going to be summer. Eventually, we're going to get together, go to the farmer's market again. And we can buy a transplant. If these don't grow, we can buy a transplant. So doing things that are low risk that you can just afford to give a shot. I love that tip, Jack. That's great. What else? You you get a lot of shout-outs in the uh, box here too, by the way, Jack. People are saying hey to Jack. Uh, go, <laughs> Guys, go check out the Mindful Homestead. Jack's in the chat box. You can click there and uh, check out their channel. We did not plan this tonight. I was, I'm working on this first thing. Jack, the Mindful Homestead is, like I mentioned, they're going to be with us on Saturday. Uh, but we did this live show, and I wanted to test out Zoom to see if it would work for Saturday's show because all our guests are going to be joining us through Zoom. And if it didn't work today... I would probably have to reschedule the live stream again, and that would not be good. So I got to thank you, Jack, for being here last minute. Uh, any other good tips you got? Yeah, I mean, you had mentioned cutting back on the trips that you're making to the grocery store, things going out. Uh, when we have had to go out to the store, um, we focused really on buying things that keep well for us. Um, you know, your standard winter squash that homesteaders normally would put up in the fall time, you can buy butternut squash, acorn squash, spaghetti squash from the grocery store, and put those up in your basement just right alongside your canned foods or if you have a root cellar or just a cool place. Um, that's a good way. Again, sweet potatoes, you know, or regular potatoes. Those are foods that you can buy and they keep very well and you're still going to be eating fresh foods, even though it's not something that came out of your garden and you don't have to make a ton of trips to the store to stay stocked on them. That is another great tip. We totally did right away. We were looking at, all right, grab as many potatoes <laughs> as we can fill in our, in <laughs> yep. our uh, drawers because they keep long. So focusing on things that keep, you know, keep longer and maybe, you know, maybe it means you're cooking more than you ever have for your family or for yourself, but it's a good skill to, I, I mean, I shouldn't say this. I am awful in the kitchen, but I hear it's a good skill to learn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my son's telling me right now, you burnt the nachos. I made nachos one night, Jack, and I burnt them. <laughs> That's a sin, unforgivable. Oh, Austin. man, burning Can't nachos. Burn nachos. No, it, and he still hasn't forgiven me for it. What can people see you guys up to at the uh, the Mindful Homestead right now, Jack? What video? You got, what are you, videos are you guys putting out? So we've got actually, it's funny you mentioned cold frames. Uh, we've got a video coming out tomorrow. I still have to sit down and finish editing it. Um, but we modified an inexpensive greenhouse that we got from a local discount store. Um, you see them all the time. They're like, you know, 60, 70 bucks. And we made some modifications to it to actually fit it over a four foot by four foot raised bed. Awesome. Um, so it turns into a cold frame and then we can use it to start seeds later on. Um, really, other than that, not too much is going on. I mean, we're just milling about the homestead. We're getting ready for pigs. Uh, we're expanding. 
the forest pasture pork operation this year. So we did three last year and we're going to be doing six this year, running them in the woods through a stand of uh, Oak and Beach that we have out back. That, uh, oh man, you know how I feel about pigs, Jack. That's always a good animal to be spending your time. <laughs> so uh, I just got to get them on this homestead. I've, I've been missing pigs. It's been way too long since we've had pigs. So I've been waiting for you to come back at the risk of uh, inflating your ego too much. You were probably one of the biggest inspirations for us to bring pigs onto the homestead. So I, I can't say enough good things about pigs, Jack, but you know now you've had them, right? Once you have pigs, it's like, well, now I have to have them forever, always. So we have gone much, many more years than we planned on going. We wanted to take one year break and then we wound up moving and all that other stuff. But uh, for those of you who are live here, stay tuned. That's all I'll say about pigs. <laughs> Go check out the Mindful Homestead. Uh, Jack, will that video be out tomorrow about the cold frame? Yep. Yeah, we're going to have that out tomorrow. We've usually been launching around 9 in the morning-ish. Uh, people are waking up a little bit later than they used to. So, <laughs> you know, wake up, grab your coffee. If you're online at 9 a.m., check us out. We'd, awesome. we'd love to have you over there. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us last minute, Jack. This was great. Uh, you will see the Mindful Homestead here on Saturday along with all our other guests we still have a couple tentatives that may be joining us too for that show, so stay tuned because there might be a couple that we didn't mention tonight. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Have a good one, Austin. Take care. You too, man. And thank you so much for being a moderator too. That was a huge help today. I saw you were working, deleting some oh, no some spamming. <laughs> for those of you <laughs> out fans there, fans are usually pretty good. They usually are, but you, you know, it's the nights that you don't have a moderator where things get crazy. So. You guys, thank you for watching tonight. I hope this show has given you some exciting ideas to get working on. I hope that you have some direction. Overall, I've been trying from day one since I heard about this weird virus to just have a positive message. I know some of you have been affected in a sad way. Uh, I know that you know there are that people are experiencing loss, and that is sad. That happens every day. And the best thing that we can do is, is just try to make our own families more resilient. And right now is one of the best times to just be looking at your own home and saying, what can I do? Not what can I do. If you live in an apartment right now, you can't have chickens. Probably. Probably. Maybe a couple bantams in a birdhouse. Maybe you could get away with it. I'm just saying. But there are... there's infinite ways you can look at your life right now and say oh i can't do this i can't do that it's too late to do this and i missed the boat for that but you know what there are always things you can do if it's sprouting all you need is a like barely a window for sprouting and some seeds in a in a jar or a napkin I know sprouting is not going to feed your family all the food it needs. You're still going to have to go shopping. I'm not telling you to start sprouting because then all you have to eat is sprouts and you'll be great for the next two months. You can just eat sprouts. The point is, and it was mentioned in the video we played at the beginning, not only will gardening help feed you, but in that old-timey voice, people are finding out it can be fun. It will release some stress. There is... There is a grounding experience that happens with homesteading. Daily routines that you do in good times and bad ground you. You can be really stressed out. You can be really worried. But when you go outside and you work with your chickens, 
or you spend a few minutes weeding your garden, every single day you go through these routines, it grounds you. And on Saturday, we're going to hear some more information about how we can really make the most of that time and really focus on what we're doing and not what we're not doing, what we can't do. But these routines will help us. It will help our stress. It will help our anxiety. So I really encourage you, not because sprouts are going to feed your family, but if you can do anything, start sprouts. Start a cracky hydroponic system. I am daily tinkering with my hydroponics it's almost too little work involved in hydropo- in Kratky Hydroponics. There's like too little things to do. But I'm finding ways to keep myself out there. I'm planting more plants because it's just making me feel better than sitting at home watching the news right now. So I know there's some things that are going on that are not great. But please focus on what you can do right now. The things you can grow. The things you can start. Learn to bake. Learn to take a half pig and cut it up yourself. Learn some butchering skills. Whatever you can do, there is life on the other side of this, of this bell curve that we're currently in right now. And on the other side of it, I want you and your family to be better prepared, to, to be better at feeding yourselves and ready for whatever else comes at you through homesteading. That's what homesteading is all about and has always been about. Thanks for joining me for this. We're going to have all our live shows here on YouTube for the next month while we're all under stay-at-home orders and quarantines and all that other stuff. We're, we're just doing our live shows for everybody. If you want to become a pioneer, you know where to go. You know how to do it. It helps us do the show. But right now, I just want to help everybody in whatever ways we can here at Homesteady. And uh, all the guests we're going to bring on, that's their goal too. Thank you so much. Check out Jack's channel, The Mindful Homestead. Go thank him for being our moderator. And check out that video that he's got coming out tomorrow. And we will see everybody this Saturday for the big show. And of course, stay tuned for tomorrow's video and every video that we're doing during this Camel Train 100 Days, 100 Videos. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm.